You're listening to the Birdie Dad podcast. They can't make a birdie, but they can dad. And now your hosts, Jared, Brian, and Trevor. We are shifting our format, and this is our special episode we're going to be releasing each Thursday. We're going to break down some of the best tips from our last guest and look ahead to our next interview coming up. So, Trevor, Brian, what's up, dudes? Hey, hey, hey. Can I say Happy New Year? Is is that giving it away? (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, we just released our episode with Dr. Brett McCabe. Awesome guy. What did you pull out of that episode for our dads? What dad tip did each of you guys get from Brett? And for me, I think the biggest thing was uh, to not be a coach to your kids. I think just to let let somebody else be the coach and you be the dad. Just step back. Yeah. Take a step back and let somebody else have that relationship and and you just focus on on being a dad to your kid. Just being there for them, listening to them when they want to talk. What did you think when he was talking about his daughter and he was watching her? And he put on the sunglasses and that relationship with his daughter. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. I mean, like, you know, the things that we don't think our kids are watching, right? Or how they're going to interpret, you know, um, what we do as as different than what we intended. I think that, you know, that that was that was definitely eye opening for me. So, you know, not to not to do, you know, anything where to just be open to communication, I guess, with with your kids on on what you're doing and why, and, and and let them know that you love them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can appreciate that too, Brian. I, I, you know, the fact that he said, just don't caddy for your kids, you know, cause I, I just wanted to ask him, I guess that's my mulligan for that last episode is kind of when did he take a step back from like caddying for his kids? Like at what age or what development in their game? Because it's kind of hard. I'm in it right now and they're little and I don't, I can't afford to pay a coach to walk out there with them to the tournaments and things, you know, so I kind of have to be there, but I also don't want to be the guy that's always telling them to check their grip and, you know, just kind of like he's he said of mice and men and Lenny the um, you know suffocating them to death. But uh, that's that's the problem with me is I I try to I try to over overcoach a little bit. And since this podcast has started, I'm I'm really backing off a little bit and taking all these words into consideration. And uh, I'm just trying to figure out how to balance that right. Not be their overwhelming coach, but also keep them going because I'm I'm the only one that's going to be pushing it a little bit, I guess. I think that's a problem we're, we're going to have to address, right? Like not everybody can afford a coach out there with your kids. I mean, not right. everybody has that ability. Golf is expensive as it is. So yeah. we need to, we need to talk about that further on. And maybe we'll, and some of our future guests ask that question. How do you take that on when you can't afford a swing coach? It's tough. I mean, that's, that's cause I'm not, a, I'm not a professional golfer, right? I'm, I'm picking it up and as I go too. And so I'm just trying to give them what I know, but you know, half of it could be wrong. Right. I mean, they, I could be lining them up into left field for all I know and uh, <laughs> just trying to give them the best I can. And, you know, I, I want them to enjoy it. I, I like my experience, you know, on the course with them. I'd rather be out there on the, on the green grass than watching them play a video game for sure. But I kind of have to find myself backing off a little bit from saying, Hey, you know, <laughs> slower take back, mm-hmm. you know, look where you're yeah. aiming, you know, that sort of thing. Well, that's I think a good point though, Jared. Cause like th- this goes into all sports though, not just golf. Right. I mean, you know, like right. AAU, you know, a- anything that your kid's going to get into is going to be expensive when they really get into it. Right. So yeah. like, how do you afford it? How do you do it yourself versus having somebody else do it? Like it's, it's a decision, it's a choice, but I, I think that 
as long as you're aware that your relationship with your kid is more important than whatever they're doing and however good they're going to be at that sport, I think that's that's the biggest takeaway that that I took from it, right? So yeah, you can coach them, but just I don't know, just just don't be don't be coach all the time. You, you right. got to yeah. step back and be dad, right? So I mean, it's nice to it's a luxury to to pay a coach, but you're right if. For our dads that are that are raising kids, and Trevor, your your girls are still a little young because golf isn't really offered at that age. But when they get up to that high school age, it is offered at, through the schools. So there will be coaches available. Now, will they be coaches that you'd want, or maybe you could see something different? Yeah, I think Brian, you're right. It's taking a step back and saying, what's more important? Is every kid going to be a pro golfer? <laughs> no, absolutely not. I mean, he talks about that was like you know my question for all these guys: what separates an amateur from the pro? You know, what, what is it? So for me, yeah, with I Dr. Think, Mickey. Well, I was going to say just on that point, like he hit it, the nail on the head. I mean, we're kind of just getting into the early golf tournaments for juniors, but like he talked about, you know, the ripper, you know, the eight and under and she, you know, they're bombing, you know, 160 yards out at every tournament. Uh, that's, that's the thing I want to see is I've, I've been to those and I've seen those girls out there competing against my nine year old. And I'm just wondering, they're, every day of their life they're doing this and when's the burnout happening right like mm-hmm. when right. is that girl that's just hitting it every once in a while with me like you know my daughter overtake that you know that that gunner that just dies out and flames out right for me i think his biggest tip for dads to take away was when he talked about expectations and you guys are both really hitting on it it's that are we building that unrealistic vision for our kids and so it started with me just really thinking about being mindful and like brian said how does that translate to our kids what are they hearing you know we've heard that now Mm -hmm. a couple times that worst moment is immediately after a tournament i mean we've all been there so how are we doing that with our kids are you taking them and he talked about taking them to eat and having fun yeah yeah i I like that i think i think trevor's talked about it a bunch it's just like as soon as you're done with with a lesson with a practice with it with a game or you know a match or something like that just take them out for what they want to do and, and not talk about it. Just yeah. leave it there. If they bring it up, great. But, um, yeah, if, if it's a bad, you know, feeling on, on the course, leave it on the course and just, you know, go do something else as a family, as, as, you know, build that relationship with your kid. I love that. Yeah. I think that the closing kind of point that he left with us was like, you know, your best should come like once in a lifetime. Right. You know, so right. you got to figure out how to make the best <laughs> of what you have today. And that's perfect. Cause all of us, I mean, we've talked to other uh, professionals like Dr. Cannon, too, on this podcast, and they say, you know, we can do 100 things great, but we always focus on the one thing that we do bad, right? So mm-hmm. um, that's something I think we can take moving forward with our kids, and not just with golf, but anything, right? Just every time they're thinking they're in Suckville, you just basically find the one thing they did positive, right? Suckville. Yeah, that's, Suckville. that's a great term. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that it. book, by the way. I, I can't wait for that <laughs> right. to come out. So let's shift to golf. What's the golf tip that you guys pulled away from his interview? Um, my, mine was great. My, he, you know, to go to a Christmas party and get really hammered and uh, play sober. <laughs> so at least start off with a good six holes. That was great. I love that one. I'm glad you got that out of there, Trev. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I got way more than good. that, but I just wanted to throw that out there. That was great. Yeah. No, I, I think the, the biggest thing, uh, you know, for the game is he's talking about, you know, being on the first tee and having everybody watching and stuff like that is, is just, is just embrace that. Like, like, don't be afraid of it. Just recognize it. And just say, yeah, this is where I'm at right now. I'm afraid of this, um, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit this ball, and then, I, and then move on, and then you hit it, and you, and you have a great time. So I, I think that's one of the things is just embrace the, 
the bad feeling or embrace the the nervousness and and recognize it and and just and use it almost that was great yeah mine's kind of similar just like kind of not not always raising my potential or that of my daughters you know kind of living in reality that i am you know an eight handicapper and that i'm going to play that way and so that should be my goal for the day not to try to shoot par every day kind of thing that that was my take from it yeah kind of the same so you miss that 10 foot putt it's okay you're not, right. you're not you're really supposed, supposed to, to make it. that. Yeah, you're, you're supposed, supposed to miss, to miss that 10-foot. Yeah. Don't miss it by sending it 10 feet past it, but well, it's well, okay to miss it. Again, it. But, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Put it a foot yeah. away and drop that one, right? But you take the positive from it and you say your line was perfect. You just you just hammered it over the hole. That's all. <laughs> so yes. next week, we got another great interview coming up. Brian, I am so excited. We're going to have <laughs> Casey Hardy <laughs> on, professional Ooh. golfer. And swing coach, he's he really is excellent at working with swings and breaking them down. So, Brian, I'm excited for you because he's going to break your swing down. Are you ready for Casey? Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not ready for anybody to criticize my golf swing. Nobody <laughs> is. But, um, yes, I'm ready to see what he says. I mean, it'll be interesting. Is, is it because he, I, I don't know, I took a video um, and, and we sent it to him. So, he's going to tell us what's wrong with my swing. But taking that video, I, I watched it. And I'm like, I look horrible. Like my swing is 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 not a golf swing. It's well, it's, it's January, yeah. January yeah. winter golf, right? Yeah. You're in your garage, so yeah. we know that's not ideal conditions. How many times? Yeah. How many takes did you take for that? I, you know, I I, I warmed up and I actually I, I tried to be honest to the process of getting a true swing rather than getting my best swing. So um, I only did one take, uh, but I, I will admit. My wife was taking the video, so I was trying to show off for her. She doesn't really watch me golf all that much, so I was trying to be like, oh, yeah, I'm a great golfer. This is this is a perfect swing. Um, so I, I showed off a little bit, um, but, yeah, we'll see what he says. We'll see if, if it if it uh, is a good swing, a bad swing, or um, a 15 handicap swing, which is what I'm at. So. <laughs> well, Casey is an up-and-coming professional golfer. He is extremely knowledgeable in the game. If you, I'm, I'm excited to talk to him about his golf story. Uh, he comes out of New Mexico. So uh, Casey's really knowledgeable with the swing. He's knowledgeable with the game. He's got some good things to talk to us about. So I'm, I'm really looking at what he's been doing. Um, Trevor, what are you looking forward to talking with Casey? I'm just looking forward to Brian crying after he uh, critiques his, uh, his swing. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, good. Uh, just pointers all around. I mean, I, I kind of like, I've watched a few of his um, Instagram videos and he really does break down like course management. So I think that's a big part. Kind of want to hear about that and w- what his thought process is there and just kind of a couple of his swing thoughts he might have for the, the, the real amateur golfer. You know, he seems like he hits the ball a long way and we all could use a little extra length. So just kind of trying to figure out how, how we go there. I could use flexibility of being 20-something again for my golf swing. Yeah, that's true. Can't turn back time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever been flexible, <laughs> even in my 20s. So, Jared, uh, are we going to post this video of, of Brian before the uh, the release of Casey? Yeah, Hardy's we're going to put it up. We're gonna, we've got to put it to give a reference that some golfers can know what Brian's swing has so they can see what Casey's working on. Okay. Okay. Well, I, well I, if, I if you're going to post it, yeah, there you go. Trevor, right, Trevor next. next. Yeah, I get we the can next make him, him cry next on air. That'll be good. Um, but if I'm going to put a plug in for the Seattle Seahawks coming up, because if you if you post a video, um, I, I was wearing a shirt that said, um, let Bobby Blitz. I'm not on the let Russ Cook train. I'm on the let Bobby Blitz train. Let's <laughs> let go Bobby defense. Blitz. Uh, Seattle defense, getting better. Okay. Playoffs are coming. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And the playoffs are coming, and I, I'm not up on the Seahawks lingo, but 
I, I can figure it out. Bobby Blitzen. All right. I got it. <laughs> so that episode with Casey is going to air next Tuesday. And for listeners, if you want to get questions submitted for some of our other upcoming guests, we do have some really great names coming on the show. Go to our Instagram page, get access to our free stuff. Check out what we're posting. Uh, again, we had Brett, Dr. Brett McCabe on this week. Excellent sports psychologist, really cool guy to talk with. Next week, we have Casey Hardy, professional golfer, and we've got some others that are going to come up after that. So that's it for this week. Check out our Instagram page, get access to our free stuff, and get out on the course. You just listen for free. Now here's the deal. Go to our website at birdiedads.com and join us. You will get our golf starter's guide and our golf coloring book for kids free right now by signing up. It just takes an email. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time.